Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Hi guys, welcome back to Kinda Crunchy. We have a really fun episode, something different than we've never done before. This one is going to be all on relationships and marriage, so... Yeah, we're switching it up from our normal crunchy things, but we just feel like this will be a fun, different episode to do. Um, just give this you a little. Still relevant. To still health. relevant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, relationships are very important for overall health, but I feel like this will help you guys get to know us a little better. Um, not that we're not open already. I feel like we're very open books. But just <laughs> you little, know too much you already. Know, you know way too much about us. Um, so yeah, we're excited for this one. Um, Rachel, why don't you just tell us some life updates? What's happening? Yes, so I am just trying to prep my garden for this year. Um, Last year was my first year gardening. Where we live is really fertile soil because we're down close to like a river creek. Um, And we're like the garden's lower, closer to it. So it gets really fertile from like kind of the, I don't know, what is it, mist or whatever that comes up Mm -hmm. off there. So it's awesome for growing, but it's really rocky too. So we had to take up new grass last year and like literally dig out the whole garden with a shovel. Okay, all the grass, which is heavy, by the way. And then rake all these rocks and rototiller and rake all these rocks and rototiller. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. I When I tell you, my shoulders and back were so sore, so muscular after that. I literally had blisters all over my hands, even wearing gloves. I was like, I am a rough and tough farmer <laughs> woman. That was like peak of my existence. Um, still a million rocks. It was so hard to plant things around the rocks because at some point, I think we went through it four times with the rototiller wow. and pulled rocks out. It was, I'm telling you, they're huge rocks, like foot long rocks. Like these things are massive and I'm just like, maybe we should have done raised bed. <laughs> um So we just worked with what we had and I got an awesome harvest, but it was kind of like an experiment year to see Mm -hmm. how things grew, what grew where. Just, I had never done my own garden. I always helped my dad with his. So this year I feel like I've got a better plan. Mm -hmm. The garden's already tilled up a little. Um, Yeah. So just kind of prepping. I'm actually like, my ideal time to plant is normally like Memorial Day weekend. Um, But I'm going to be away and I have been like debating, do I ask Logan do I plant before I go away because Logan's gonna be home I have to go on a work trip do I plant before I go away and have Logan care for everything because that's a big risk because I could come home to it all being dead or do I wait and plant a little later which I'm home like by June 1st so it's not that late so I think I'm just gonna put off planting but I want it to all be prepped for when I come back so I can literally like go get the plants and plant um, so I've just been trying to do all the work to get everything ready. So this year I'm going to try to can and like really use the things I plant, um, a lot better than I did last year. And I think I have better, like knowing how many amounts yeah. and like plants I need and stuff. So yeah, just prepping garden things, all the fun homestead things. That's so exciting. I thought that this year was going to be my garden year. Um, I don't think it's going to be. So your chicken this year. year is my chicken year and I don't want to bite off more than I can chew. And then it all goes. Um, and like yeah. I said, we have a trillion weddings and trips this summer. I just want to focus on keeping the chickens alive, not um, a million plants. But I did buy 
I was in the store and I was like, I do want to grow zucchini. So I'm going to just do like... Zucchini goes nuts too. Yeah. So I literally just bought a little like packet of seedlings for zucchini. And you're not supposed to plant that till like end of May. Yeah. Beginning of June. So I think I'm just going to like... Here. Yeah. Other places. I yeah. Know, but... So I think I'm going to just plant that and that'll be my one thing. Because honestly, that's like the vegetable I feel like we eat the most of. And I know zucchini like... Zucchini bread. They go- oh, zucchini bread. Just it, throwing it in stir fries. Yes. And it grows like crazy. Like the... It's, it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty that's easy too. So that's what I'm going to do this year. I um, am craving all the garden veggies because yes. I try to eat really seasonally and I'm just like dreaming of fresh zucchini and squash and tomatoes and like jalapenos I grew last year and Ooh. they grew so good and we love jalapenos like because you can just like pickle them so easy and stuff. Yeah. Oh, and Logan loves jalapenos yeah. and I'm just, yeah, I'm just dreaming all, all of it. Dreaming of the summer foods. Sweet. I'm excited for like here in Lancaster County there's a lot of like farm stands and like Amish stands like on the sides of the road where like they have the freshest food and it's just so nice like after work stop and get like their fresh strawberries or fresh anything and it's yeah best day the best yes so and it just everything grown locally I feel like tastes better and fresher and then you throw it on the grill and it's just the (laughs) ultimate experience oh all the summer vibes all the summer vibes um so yeah that's fun update you want me to give you mine yes please so Last night, we had a little date night, which was super fun. Um, so for Christmas, Logan got me a facial, um, which I love getting facials. They're like one of my favorite things, which we had a conversation after, actually. I probably should find like a natural facial place because I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the products are fine. Maybe they're not. I should look into it. But it's like I get them once a year. So it's not. 80-20 balance, 80-20 balance. I know. You're right. <laughs> um, even Logan said that to me. He's like, what chemicals are in that? Like, I don't know. Just just enjoy it. So. <laughs> that's that's my. Yeah. He's like starting to become crunchy. Um, but the deal was when he bought me the facial, it was like a buy one, get one free. So I got two facials. And they were for me but I was like actually you know me being the selfless loving wife that I am I was like I'm gonna give you one and we can make a little date night out of it so he's obviously never had a facial before so we went and it was so funny because we went into our like separate rooms it would have been fun if we could have been like together yeah um but it was so funny after like just hearing his experience he was like I was trying to figure out what they were putting on my face and I don't like (laughs) like my face to feel like oily and it was just really like interesting to hear like his perspective of facial and I just was like I was half asleep during mine like I don't even know what they right. did but so relaxing yes so and they the warm towels the warm, the warm towel. towels are everything that, every day of my life if I could have that a little warm toweling across my chest yes um so yeah we got our facials and then we went to this place called Kava that's like Mediterranean Chipotle I would say is what I would compare it to mm-hmm. um and like make your own bowls mm. and it was a beautiful night so I got, love a make your bowl yes type of place. so funny and you could throw on so many different like veggies and like, like hummuses and oh it was so good you need to go um, you yes we should go sometime um and then we took them to it's called Long's Park um it's just like a really pretty park out here and we took a little sheet and had a little blanket, or a took a sheet, had a little picnic, and it was so sweet. I just was like, let's just make a night out of this. Like, let's just, we were going to actually go to, like, a nice restaurant, and I was like, honestly, like, we can save some money, and we can just, like, spend time outside. Mm-hmm. And it was just such good quality time. We just had so much fun just sitting there, eating our food, and then just, like, talking and, like, being in nature. So it was just really sweet, and, yeah, that was fun. And I think when this episode drops... It'll be just a week after our two-year anniversary. Oh, that crazy! Belated anniversary. Thanks. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna. Talk- I know we're coming on four in August, and it's like four. That's wild. Which we've been together for 
I don't even know how many for years like now. Million, for, for a million since years. 14. Yeah. But like four years married, it's just. Yeah. No. Wild. So yeah. Time, flies. time does fly. When you're having fun. When you're having, having fun. Fun, you fun. You should be having spouse, fun. Right? Which we're going <laughs> to get all into that. But I think what we're going to start out with is just like sharing like our love stories and how we met our Logans and got married. So Rachel, I'll let you start. Am I going first? Mine going might first. take a minute. Mine, oh, oh mine is going to take a minute and a it's a long, so buckle up, everyone. This could be <laughs> this could be a doozy of an episode, but it's a fun one. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I've shared before on here that my husband and I, Logan, uh, met in middle school, um, started dating early high school, dated whole life, got married. <laughs> like, um, so in middle school, my first boyfriend ever was my husband's best friend. Yes. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> um, Wait, <laughs> wait! I forgot about that. But no, it didn't really count yeah. because it was a middle school relationship. I forgot we about dated that. for three months, as much as you can consider that dating. <laughs> it was like when you're in middle school and you're best friends with a guy and you like him, but then once you start dating, you don't talk to them because then you are like shy girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then like three months later, you're like, I just don't think this is working <laughs> anymore. It's like you never even hold hands or touch. <laughs> Um, so anyway, we did go on a double date the one time me and Logan's best friend with Logan with my best friend when we were literally like 13 ice skating. What? I didn't know this. Yes. So that's just hilarious. Um, that's also Logan's best friend still to this day. And he is now married to one of my best friends. So like we do couple stuff all the time together. And it's just like, oh, it's just like a funny joke because we were literally like 13 and also, yeah, it's it's just so funny. So anyway, um, a few years after that, <laughs> we were early high school. Um, we were at a football game being stupid kids in the student section. And that's when I think I really noticed Logan and he noticed me because we like talked for the first time and I thought he was funny. He made me laugh a lot. So I got a little crush on Mm. him. So cute. Um, It must have been mutual because then he started to Facebook message me saying, can you please send me a picture of the answers to our English homework for tomorrow? (laughs) And I would say yes or no. And I gave him nothing. (laughs) Which then eventually he must have built up the courage because he messaged me, what's up? (laughs) Instead, to which I was again like, nothing. (laughs) But the funny thing is, I had a major crush on him. I was just like such an idiot. I was, was I playing it cool? Was I just stupid? I don't know. I gave him absolutely nothing. Just made him want me more. So eventually I did (laughs) message him back, I guess. And we actually had a conversation via Facebook Messenger, of course. Um, then we started to be stupid kids sending like stupid gifts and, uh, random messages and it got more frequent. And then we started liking each other. Um, and liking each other meant we didn't walk in the halls together or talk in person. Like, what is that? <laughs> like, I like you so I'm so too shy to you. like <laughs> acknowledge your presence for like two to three months that went on. Then... He asked me at 2 a.m. one night. Uh, it was right, It was like New Year. Like our, I, I couldn't even tell you our dating anniversary. I think it was like 2 a.m. on the morning of December 31st. So the before New Year's Eve. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's it. really hard because it was 2 a.m. Yeah. Thanks, Logan. Um, he asked me if I wanted to be more than just his best friend. Oh, his girlfriend. Wow. 
So I said yes, and that's how we started dating, which Logan hates that. I asked him if I could share this, um, and he hates it because it's so embarrassing, but he said yeah, because he's like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> but we were like 14, yeah, like give some grace, okay? Like 14. No, yes, yeah. exactly. So then we dated all through high school. We did actually start to talk in person and spend time together, and um, it was like normal dating. It wasn't ignoring each other. Um, we both did do like our own things in high school. I feel like we dated, but we weren't like one of those couples that were like always together or really connected. I look back on that and you guys definitely weren't like those couples that were like, you know, how like some are just like obsessed with each other on top of each other, just like do everything together. Like I feel like you guys had a really good balance. Yeah, he like, he loves golf. He golfed in high school. He did stuff with his friends all this stuff, all the time, like other sports. Like we had different classes, different study halls, everything. I like played the violin did a bunch on that area like class officers I had my own stuff all my crunchy stuff um we would hang out on like Fridays or Saturdays at one of our parents house because we couldn't drive for like the first two and a half years of our relationship um so it was like family dinner for those first two years or watching a movie with the parents it was very uh like monitored like we were literally just like friends and PG a lot of our times we hung out was also at like group sporting events or like parties or friend groups so um yeah we weren't like we didn't have like dates or anything really we were yeah we just kind of did our own thing and liked each other um so then I got my driver's license first because my birthday's a little earlier and I'm always like on top of things like you know the day I could take my test I'm taking it whereas Logan's like just procrastinating it Mm -hmm. because we are different people Um, So our first date, I drove, and it was to Wendy's for fries and a Frosty. Dipping the fries in the Frosty. Nothing better than that combo. Right, right. Um, And he told me, like, two years into dating me that he was going to marry me. And I was like, okay, same. (laughs) And then he was like, but it's going to be seven years because we need to go to college and get jobs and be well-established. And I was like, okay, countdown starts now. (laughs) And, like... Wait, love a practical man. Was it actually seven years after that? It was. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, we love a logical, practical man who does the math. Who sticks to his... He's like, she's good, here's the plan. And I'm like, on board. (laughs) I love a plan. That's how he got me. He's like, I'm going to give you a date and a plan. And I'm like, ah, I'll take it. (laughs) Um, So then we honestly, we fell in love. We stayed together. Um, Our lives kind of just meshed. Our parents became friends. We basically like grew up with each other. Um, we had the same friend group. Our lives just kind of like meshed through college. I mean, like, yeah, that was kind of tough. We both commuted, but we went to different colleges. So it was harder to see each other. We were doing different things. Um, we somehow stuck it out. I mean, like we had our rough times because we were immature. We were like 14 and we were childish. We yeah. were still growing into our own people. Like who we are now has changed from who we were then. And just like having to give each other the grace to grow and like still love each other even through that growth and through those changes. Um, But it helped us to grow and connect. And I couldn't wait to get engaged after I graduated college because we had been together for forever at that point. And we were approaching that timeline. And Logan's a procrastinator. Um, And so he really made me wait. (laughs) I was waiting. I was like, when is it happening? And you're like, good question. Um, So he finally proposed to me like seven years after he had said seven years. Um, 
And he, um, I had already bought my dress before he proposed and booked our wedding venue because we had agreed on a wedding date. And yeah, I just knew uh, the wedding dress. I knew exactly what I wanted for years. I found it online, ordered it. It came in the mail. And I never went and tried on any wedding dress. And it was exactly what I wanted. And I loved it. Um, it was so pretty. Thank you. So you. Ordered it, ordered it before we were even engaged. <laughs> Got married like nine months after getting engaged. Married almost four years now, bought a house, have a little dog who's our baby, and more in love than ever. Wow. That's our love story. That's a great story. <laughs> also, you were prom king and queen. You just need to, I just need to throw that we're in there. You were prom king and queen. <laughs> oh, wow. The Rachel and Logan saga. And now it's funny because it's Jensen and Logan. Yeah. We both have a Logan. So my story, or me and Logan's story is vastly different um I will take you back to the beginning so summer of 2015 right after we both had graduated high school we both went to the University of Pittsburgh and he's from Mannheim I'm from Punxsutawney so didn't know who each other were it was the first day of like orientation where you like go before and like plan your classes like test out like you go you like spend the night there so it was like June and you could go like probably like 20 different dates. So it wasn't like everyone was there. So we both had actually picked to go the same date. And we're sitting in this room and we do like these icebreakers. And I was the first girl that he talked to on Pitt's campus, which is just insane. Like God already knew. God was like, like the mm. invisible string. It's like, mm, here's your you. here's your wife, here's your husband. Um, but it was just like, hi, I'm Jensen. Hi, I'm Logan. Um, and, you know, we did some icebreakers and then – that was kind of it. Like nothing. We didn't exchange numbers. Like it wasn't like sparks were in the air. It was just like, hi, I'm Jensen. Hi, I'm Logan. Like the icebreakers are so awkward yeah, so in college. Awkward, so dumb. <laughs> You're like, I never want to talk to this person again. Yeah. So fast forward two months later, like end of August, we're actually going to school. So we actually go move in and I see him on campus during one of the orientation events or he sees me and he like recognizes me and he's like, that's Jensen from Pit Start. And he like taps me on the shoulder and we like say like, hi. And, you know, like, I don't know if we, I think we exchanged numbers there. It's all kind of a blur. Um, But that was how we, like, rekindled that, like, Mm -hmm. meeting of June. Um, So we would, like, text here and there. Um, He apparently was, like, very into me. I just thought we were friends. I am going to share a story here that you're going to be like, wow, Jensen, you were so (laughs) in the wrong. And I... I'm admitting that I was in the wrong, but this was also Jensen that really never dated anyone that was very naive with Jensen boys. Jensen did not date in high school, no. like at all. Yeah. Jensen was just like her some, own unbothered. Yeah, queen some guys were in, some guys thing. were into me, and I was just it was like, always creepy. Yeah, there was some weird. There was some. <laughs> you were like obsessed. Yeah, stalking I was just, her. <laughs> wait, I'm not gonna. Make, never mind. We'll talk about that after. Um. So yeah. So anyways, <laughs> Rachel and I know exactly what we're referring to. Um. I just wanted good guy friends. I was always like a girl's girl. Like I had a lot of girlfriends, but I wasn't like that girl in high school that had a lot of guy friends, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I just like didn't vibe with like having guy friends as much, which like now I have a lot of good guy friends, but it was just like, I don't know. I just like, I guess I didn't have brothers. I don't know. There's probably a lot of factors. Mm-hmm. But so my thought was like, I want to make like really good like guy friends in college. So I'm like, Logan would be a great guy friend. <laughs> friend zone. <laughs> friend zone right away. So I was like, my parents had like tickets to a pirate game, that like two tickets. And they're like, you should go. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'll ask my friend Logan to go. Clearly it was a date. He ultimately was like, oh my gosh, she asked me on a date. I'm set here. This is my girlfriend for college. Like I am in. We go to this pirate game. He pours his heart out to me. Just he's a very like, wears his heart on his sleeve. 
we had the best time. It was great. But I was just like wanted friends. I didn't want to date anyone. I was also let's preface this was just like Jensen like gone rogue in college wanted to just like (laughs) live the party life didn't know Jesus (laughs) all the things so I was just like he's a great friend um this is really bad I hate myself for this um so he was a basketball manager for like the Pitt men's basketball team which Mm -hmm. was super cool so he like had an in on like a lot of parties and the basketball <laughs> parties so I would always text him like this was like a text like that I would send him like do you have any addresses this weekend because that was like the thing like you'd have an address to a party I'm like cringing in my skin right now um and he would always give me them he would always tell me where the parties were and the one time he took us to like this basketball party on Halloween and I like made him take a picture of me with like the basketball players I like hate myself for this right now everyone listening is probably like Jensen you're the worst I was I was. This is terrible. Hey, he stuck it out. He stuck He's it out. He's the one married to you, so I know, respect. Well, and I came around realizing what an amazing man he is. But anyways, praising God that, like, we didn't work out at that point because, like, I didn't know the Lord. We were just both on very different paths in everything. Yeah. So he kind of realized that he was being friend-zoned, so it just kind of, like, faded off into the distance. So we were both in pit business. So we would, like, see each other once in a while, and it would be, like, a wave, like, hi, like, but we truly didn't speak to each other for three years. Um, so fast forward to senior year, I actually had like found the Lord. I was just like, had my life together, was just on a better path. Um, we both had put off a class that we should have taken sophomore year. It was like business communications. It's like an easy class, but like a class where you have a lot of like group project work. So it's kind of like, you don't want to actually do it. So senior year, we're like, oh, well, we have to take this graduate. So we both had taken it. And you pick up, like, a playing card, like, or some kind of card to figure out what group you're going to be in on the first day of class. And, of course, we both pick the same card. So we're in the same group, um, which means, like, we're, like, in a group chat doing group projects together the entire time. And he was talking to someone. I was dating someone at the time. But we just, like, rekindled our friendship. And he would, like, come to church with me. Not, like, with me, but we'd go to the same, like, young adult, like, college night. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, our friendship just kind of, like, blossomed. Actually, fun fact, he was in the hospital. Um, He had a Crohn's flare-up. And I went and visited him. What? Like, me and, like, a lot of, like, other... I'm literally, like, not even knowing about this stuff. I went and I remember, like, yeah, just... He was just in the hospital because he had a really bad Crohn's flare-up. And I was just sitting there, like, next to him in bed and, like, visiting him. And there were other people visiting, too. But it was just, like crazy to think that like I cared about him enough then as a friend to like now I'm like I would die for you like (laughs) um so yeah so he ended up graduating that December also fun fact he was just like telling me he's like yeah I bought a house off auction and I'm getting a puppy and he showed me this like video of this puppy he was getting and I have like a snapchat video of me like recording him showing me a picture of this I'm like oh my gosh your dog's so cute and now that's my dog. Um, so, also crazy because, like, we love a man who's in college that's buying, buying a house, house. I know. Like, and a dog and, like, established. It's like, was, um, please give me the ring now. He, he was literally <laughs> 21, I think. And I was like, who are you? Like, I'm just trying to, like, I don't know, figure out, like, I don't even know. But he was, like, on top of everything. So he graduated in December, but I didn't graduate until April because he was just ahead of the game. Um... And then April comes around, and we just like we would just like stay in contact. Actually, it was like January. Sorry, this is being very long, but it's okay. No, you got to no. hear every detail. So he graduates in December. January, we go to like a pit basketball game, like me and my parents and my friend Madison, and then Logan was there as like alumni, like came back for the game, and like 
we saw him and Madison and like Madison was also friends with him so we like were like wave and we like go over and see him and we were just like having a conversation with him just catching up and like then we like walked away Madison's like Logan's awesome I was like we were like one of us basically we're just like one of us should like be with him like he's like a great guy but it was just (laughs) one of us yeah I forget what the conversation was but we were just like wow Logan's like really great um but anyways it was just whatever you know I'm still living my life in college and then April rolls around and he came back into town to see his like best friends like walk-in graduation um and we were just like texting it was like so random like that Friday night and he's like do you want we're like we should meet up so we like got breakfast the next day like the day of our graduation, we he was literally like we literally just like got breakfast together and he paid for my breakfast. He's like you're graduating today, I'm treating you to breakfast, and I was like, it's such a Logan thing. Yeah, it was so I sweet, see, but yeah, like he it. was like, you know, like we were not. There was no intention of dating at all. Like he was talking to someone. Like it was yeah. merely friends. Um. So, anyways, that summer we just like kept in touch. Um. You know, we if he come to Pittsburgh, we would get like lunch or something, and then it was like beginning of August he came to Pittsburgh and we got lunch and we were just like talking about like all the things we want in life yada yada and I just had a moment where like the like the scales were removed from my eyes and I was like he's the one like he's perfect like he's and we were not talking we were like it was just like I was just like oh my goodness but he had actually just like gotten out of a relationship so I didn't want to like jump the gun um you're like, shoot, he shoot, shoot, reverse card. I'm the friend zone one. I know. But, like, this he, but he also just had no idea. Like, he was just like, because I friends zone yeah. him, so we were just always friends. Respecting the boundary you yes. put us. Mm-hmm. Such a good man. <laughs> so then your wedding rolls around. This is... I forgot. Yes. Okay. So this is wild. So Rachel, Literally my wedding day. Rachel like, was trying to, yes. like, set me up with, like, your cousin, or it was a Logan's cousin. Logan's cousin. And, like... We actually, at my wedding. At your wedding. <laughs> Doing the most so we had, like, we, priorities. We had, we, had, we had like talked at the wedding and he was like a really nice guy, but just like wasn't there. And then I, I have like screenshots of a conversation with my friend Madison. And I basically said like, eh, whatever, I'll probably just marry Logan. Like I literally said like, I'm going to marry Logan. And she's like, yeah, I'm shipping. On the day I married a yeah. Logan, yes. you decided. I was going to marry. I, I was like following like, Copy, best. paste. Copy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have screenshots of that. Like, yeah. You're probably gonna marry Logan, which we were not even talking. I did not even know if he had any interest in me. I didn't even know if I was Wild. like really interested in him. So our conversations, like we would just like check up, like how we're doing, but they just got longer and like the texts were like miles long. And I remember like he told me he showed his like roommate. He's like, I think she's into me. Like this is crazy. <laughs> like, like this girl, still friends with this me? girl like friends owe me hardcore. Like, but I think she's into me. Um, <laughs> So he came out to Pittsburgh to visit me after some like FaceTimes and he like, we just had the best weekend together and it was just so sweet. And I was like, wow, I really like this guy. But we weren't dating yet. We like, the only thing we had done is like held hands and like gave each other a hug goodbye. Um, So then like a month later, he sends me an invitation in the mail. Like he got this thing made. It has a picture of Bentley on it. And it's like basically like pick one of these dates that you would love to come stay at my home like like I, I would love to hope like it was just like doing the, the most it was just the most intentional extra Logan thing he sets uh-huh. the bar so high like I sometimes I tell like people what he did and they're like oh my goodness I was like he's Wait. just another level my Logan sent me a Facebook message <laughs> <laughs> I am the English can, can I have the answer <laughs> Way different scenario. But we both are in happily happy marriages. No, it's um, just so funny. So funny <laughs> how guys are so different. So yeah, I came out to visit him and we just had the most wonderful weekend. He took me to this really nice dinner and then he gave me a single red rose and asked me if I would be his girlfriend. And so of course cute. I said yes. And then 
we dated for 10, 11 months and then got engaged, which our engagement story was basically so extra. So extra. He did the most he for did that. He did the most too. for that. I was in <laughs> Pittsburgh, just living my life in Pittsburgh, visiting my friend Kirsten. And he had this whole thing apparently planned where there were all these roses around Pittsburgh with handwritten notes of very special, meaningful places. Um, and then the last one was like, drive to Mannheim for the proposal, basically. Which is a long drive. Oh, it was like three and a half hours. But Kirsten went, okay, Kirsten. And you're like, get there fast. I was like, I need I was like if I get pulled over, I'm going to tell them <laughs> I'm about to go get engaged. Um, but he actually made a little soundtrack of all the important songs in our life and what they Literally meant to me. Literally thinking of every detail. Yes. <laughs> and then I get to there, I walk into his home, now our home, and there's rose petals everywhere and candles and this That's beautiful, special. this beautiful white outfit. And he's like, put this on and meet me at like my, oh my uncle's gosh. pond. So then we drive to the pond and he's standing on the dock with all these rose petals and candles and looking so handsome and I'm just like dying inside and then yeah, yeah. He, he gets down on one knee he said the most beautiful thing don't know what he said we both blacked out um and then all of our family was there and they like popped out and we had a little celebration after um but yeah so then we were married seven or eight months later um, beautiful wedding beautiful wedding it was really cold in May but it was still beautiful and now we have been together for two years, almost two years, or I guess wow. after this drops, it'll be two years. two years. Yeah. Um, we have a beautiful little home, um, 10 chickens and a cute little dog named Bentley, who you've probably heard in the background of lots of these episodes. Another happy ending. But that is <laughs> our love story. So praise God that we didn't get together when I was a hot mess freshman year of college and that he forgave me for friend zoning him. And hopefully you found that interesting because if not, that was just a lot of long between the two of us that you're like, this is not the health content I was coming for. (laughs) We're just hoping you're a little energy. But we're of course going to share our little kind of a healthy relationship tips here too. We have to give some background so you, you understand. Yes. But love it. So we are going to then kind of share what we've learned in dating and marriages, a few things. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um... I think my first one is opposites attract. Mm. Um, I mean, sometimes people that are similar get together. Logan and I are complete opposites. Yes, you are. Uh, I can attest to that. In just about every way. I mean, we agree on like the big things that are important, I'd say. But yeah, we're very opposite. I'm very planned and organized. He's very spontaneous and a procrastinator. I'm very timely. He's always late. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we just, our hobbies, our interests very different I talk a lot he's like more reserved in that way Mm -hmm. so but you know we grow on each other's weaknesses and we feed off each other's strengths and it helps grow us both as people and like I couldn't be with someone like me I would hate them yeah and our house would be so loud (laughs) and we'd fight for the talking attention all the time Uh, yeah it, it would be our health would be awful with one another so opposites can work it just it grows you as a person yeah my, I had one that goes off that just having differences is okay like yeah one of the biggest things is like I'm a big morning person Logan hates mornings he's a big night person Same. like even just things like I love coffee he hates coffee like the like he is a lot more like detail oriented like if he's like cleaning something it's like mm-hmm. detailed mine is like fit. mine's Same. efficient I'm like I have a hundred things to clean I need I can't like get every Completely. little piece but he's like, it, he needs to be perfect. And I'm like, but if you realize that there's so many things that need clean, like you can't be that detailed or you'll like be cleaning every hour of your life. So just we're very different in that sense. Yes. But it's okay. It's like, but it, it's a good balance. That's like, like it's, when my Logan cleans, I'm like, 
Oh, I have to like be patient because it's going to be the cleanest it's ever been yes. in our life and the most meticulous job. Yes. But God help us, it's going to take four hours yeah. to do one load of dishes and yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, please let me whip through those yes. so we can also bang out a million other tasks. Yes. But again, growing in patience and appreciating the yeah. differences. <laughs> this is one that I was, I kind of forgot to mention. And I actually asked Logan what's something he's kind of learned in marriage. Um, and it's all about your expectations and setting mm. clear communication with them. So I'm not even kidding. We will get together or like when we're like driving somewhere and be like, what is the expectation for this? And that sounds really dumb coming out loud. But I know one of the biggest things we learn like in premarital counseling is a lot of arguments come from like mis expectations. Mm-hmm. Like you expected one thing out of this. I expected something out. So even just, like, if we're, like, going to be at, like, a friend's house, like, if my expectation is it's a weeknight and we're going to be home by 9.30 and he thinks, like, oh, we're having quality time, we're staying till midnight, neither of us is wrong, but we should just communicate, hey, like, I have to be up early tomorrow, let's make sure we leave around 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. just so we're clear with that. Or, like, even, like, last time we went to Punxsy to record, um, he had been doing taxes all week and he thought we were going to get a little bit more time, him and I, that mm-hmm. weekend, whereas, like, I was with you and my mom a lot of the weekend. And no one was wrong there, but we just really didn't communicate what mm-hmm. that weekend would look like. So then he was a little disappointed. And it's like there could have been disappointment and missed expectations could have been like resolved earlier if we would have talked through mm-hmm. it. So just really communicating like with a vacation, with an event, like even just like what the week looks like, how you think that how, how it's actually going to go. So you're both on the same page. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I actually had one of mine down as like, we communicate different because we are different people. So our love languages are different. Our fighting styles are different. The way we process information and that's okay. And knowing and being aware of that helps us to love and argue and communicate better with Mm -hmm. each other. And I know that one of the things my Logan has said he's learned in marriage is that like our decisions affect each other. Like we're not sole individuals anymore. And I think that's a blessing of a relationship is we've always both been very individualistic. Like we've never clung to each other. We have our own interests, but realizing like my choice isn't an independent choice anymore because it in some way affects my partner. And I know Mm -hmm. that's something Logan said he's really learned Mm -hmm. is like, if I decide to stay late at this thing or do this, like if I make that choice and don't communicate it, it's affecting my partner in some way, whether that's emotional or like that she has to take care of the dog longer or do this or do that and vice versa and so just being aware that like it has to be a joint thing of communicating there has to be some planning Mm -hmm. there because again like my logan's very spontaneous and i don't want to take that away yeah um but just even like say he's going to the golf course and then he's going to like he's golfing with buddies and maybe they're going to get dinner after or something just having that conversation before, hey, I'm going golfing, but it's with this person and I might be home a little later because we might get dinner. There's no set plans. Like even just thinking through like the possibility of that, then it's not me at home, like expecting him home at like when the sun sets because golf's done. And then it's like, where are you? (laughs) It's like 10 PM. And then I'm like mad. So just having that communication is important. That's so good. The next one I have is um, that we're just better together I think and I think like you know I have that like we can do more for God's kingdom as a pair we're both Christians and I think like you know we serve in like our youth ministry and I think about like how we're able to like even just have like an impact on the kids together I think we have an even our marriage is just like people look at our marriage I'm not saying we're like perfect in any way but like the way we love each other like I think like people look at that as like wow like you're showing like God's love for one another and I think like you know the way we even just like having mentoring people we're having double dates with mm-hmm. people like together like we're a really good like 
pair and combination of how we balance each other. And I think we love each other and serve each other well. Um, and I think like we're really strong together. And I think sometimes like, you know, we don't complete each other. It's not like we need each other to do these things, but like together, like we both have different strengths and weaknesses. So like our household is better because I'm better at these things and he's better at these Mm -hmm. things. And just all walks of life, we like both bring different things to the table. Um, so I think just like realizing that like together we are stronger than we are by ourselves. For sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, also one of the ones I had down was that your partner really is the person you end up spending the most time with over your life. Like, Oh, recently there was this chart going around. People were sharing on Instagram. Did you see this? That it shows like the chart of your life of who you spend the most time no. with at different ages. No. I don't I don't even know where it is. I'm going to have to try to find it. So maybe we can share it. And it's like friends and parents like at the beginning of mm-hmm. your life. And then those go down, which is almost like sad. Yeah. And then like spouses up till like you die. Yeah. And so it really is like you spend the most time with your spouse. Mm-hmm. So like try to invest in becoming their best friend and mm-hmm. like finding someone you genuinely like and like appreciating the things you like about them and having fun with them and like yeah liking the person yeah (laughs) you are with one thing also that I've learned is just how selfish that we truly are like when Mm -hmm. you become married like you die to yourself and you have to put like your (laughs) other person before yourself like it's a beautiful thing when you each put each other before yourself because like you're both like serving each other and you can have such a strong marriage but it's hard because we're selfish humans like for me like my ideal like Saturday morning is get up early go do a fun workout (laughs) class go get a coffee and breakfast somewhere read my bible and journal and like all that by 10 a.m yes whereas Logan his dream Saturday would be to sleep till 11 and it makes him sad when it's like I would go do these things and he'd be like well why aren't you with me I know we have we're like the same person and it kills me it kills me to lay in bed and do nothing yes you have no idea but I've had to do that sometimes because it's good for our marriage showing my love showing my love I'm like sacrificing this for you and then there's mornings but it's literally me being like this is because I love you like not saying that but just like keeping it in my mind like I'm gonna lose my mind but this is me showing him love yes and he and and sometimes he (laughs) will like get up early and we'll like go to a coffee shop so it's like Uh we, we both serve each other but I think like you know, you really have to put the other person first if you want a strong marriage. Um, and you just realize when you're like married, like how many times you were just making decisions solely for yourself and mm-hmm. not thinking about the other person. And it really does like shape you into like a better person because you're like really have to think about that other person before yourself. For sure. The last one I have on that is just family matters. Um, so I know like there's external factors of relationships with family members. Logan and I are really blessed like we have really good relationships with both sets of our parents and all our family and our parents like are friends like they go on vacation together they like each other which is a huge blessing Mm -hmm. because it makes our life way easier but just um trying to really invest in those relationships and spending time with our family and uh allowing them to be part of our life especially like when we someday hopefully willing god willing we have kids allowing them to kind of like have multi-generational effects on our kids I think kids can learn so much from grandparents and it can Mm -hmm. be such a vital part of their life Mm -hmm. so really just having good relationships there all around with siblings parents family in general I think it can help create you well-rounded as a couple and your kids so trying to trying to improve those relationships if you're able to (laughs) absolutely no that's a good one I have one more and I just think like I knew marriage was going to be like fun and joy-filled but marriage has truly been the best and I'm speaking from like that I have a really really great marriage and an amazing husband um 
But I lose my mind when people say, "Oh, you just wait till you're married. Oh, just wait the old, the old ball and chain. Wait like the honeymoon wait till the honeymoon done. stage is over. You just wait. You'll be you'll despise them. And yeah, okay, we've been married two years. Maybe people are like, "Oh, just wait till you have kids. Like all these things. No, like quit bashing marriage. Like God designed marriage. It is a beautiful thing when you fall in love with someone that like is truly your soulmate. Um, better together. Better together. Right? I love logan so much i get so excited when he gets home from work like that like literally when i hear the garage door i get giddy Can't and, and like if he i hate when he leaves in the morning i hate when we i like if we have a long day where we're apart like 12 hours or even like a weekend where like one of us is away like i miss him so much and like my heart like aches for him which i don't know how we did long distance um like when his <laughs> when his name pops up on my phone i like get all smiley and like I feel like that should be like you should love the person you're married to so much and marriage is honestly just so much fun like I I feel like you you can't really experience it till you experience it but when you're like with the person that's like your best friend like there's so much joy in marriage and even just like going to the grocery store or like doing dumb little things like it's just better with that person especially Mm -hmm. if you're just like best friends through it all I think it's what you make it to and how you approach it because like if you're going into it being like this is hard and this is work and this isn't fun and all these things like that that can be true even without that mindset and like sometimes there is hard work and there are struggles and there are really tough things but I think if every day you wake up and you're like I love this person I love their characteristics I love who they are and I want to have like so much fun with them and they bring me joy and just trying to bring them joy and have fun too even in the midst of life because life gets crazy with all the hard stuff and all the struggles and all the things going on um I think perspective really can change everything but okay that was your last one that was my last one yes okay so let's move on to tips for a successful marriage um let's just say we've been married four and two years we are not (laughs) marriage or relationship experts um please take all our advice with a grain of salt if you really are having marriage troubles talk to someone that's a (laughs) professional this is more fun lighthearted, like what we've learned yeah um like kind of some things we do and just Mm -hmm. yeah it's supposed to be fun and lighthearted. again we're not doctors and we're not therapists so talk to someone if you need to (laughs) um my first tip would be to always speak highly of your spouse Mm -hmm. I hate when I hear people just bashing their husbands or their wives like publicly and it's like it breaks my heart because it's like if they heard you say these things or just like complaining about them um like I obviously like I joke about Logan and sometimes when he's not crunchy or he does certain things but like I will tell this to anyone like obviously I'm biased but he is the best man in the world and I will tell Mm -hmm. anyone how strong his character is how much he loves me how he serves others how he's such a man of God like he is so wonderful and I like I hope that people realize like how much I truly value him and I hope he realizes how much I value and love him and I just want to make sure that like I'm building him up in public too because like that also gives people a view on marriage like wow marriage should be where you're Mm -hmm. encouraging one another like you know if I'm just bashing him all the time like that's not that's making me like feel bad about him and he wouldn't want to hear those words too so I just think like it's really important to speak super highly of your spouse um obviously like you know sometimes if you like need to go to talk to someone about like something going on in your marriage like it's okay to have that conversation with like maybe one or two other people like that you like trust but like overall like speaking like kind words over your spouse to them and in public is like so helpful yeah I just think that mutual respects uh really important 
And I think too, like that's embarrassing. Like imagine your spouse is going into work, like bashing you all day. Like that's embarrassing to you. I would be embarrassed if my spouse did that to me. And that's embarrassing for you. Like if you're doing that about your spouse, because other people are going to be like, oh, she doesn't have good things to say about the person she's married to. Like what's she saying behind my back? And I just feel like I do think girls, when they get together, it's a lot yes. easier to like pot off and be like, oh, husband, do this. like the oh. husband complaints. Yeah. And like valid, get it <laughs> because we're different human beings. Yeah. And I think guys just don't have like the tendency to do that. Like mm-hmm. when they're together, guys aren't talking about their wives normally (laughs) they're talking about like sports or other stuff for the most part but just like trying to keep a pulse on like the way you're speaking about your spouse I do Mm -hmm. think it's important um another one I had down tips for a successful relationship we already kind of hit on like communicating Mm -hmm. um over communicating um one of the other ones I have is self-sacrificing daily kind of trying to put them above yourself and try to show love to the other person trying to love them in all the love languages every day if possible Mm -hmm. so through the love languages let me see if I can get them off the top of my head through words of affirmation so uplifting words like encouraging rather than like naggy or cutting them down which also can be hard when Mm -hmm. you're like stressed and you're like why don't you do this or I need you to do that but trying to give them some words of encouragement um, trying to serve them so whether that's like helping with dishes cooking doing something around the house like any act of service you can do quality time like a few minutes carved out in the day just to like have time have a conversation um, physical touch so like a handhold or touch on the back or like a light back rub something like that um, and then gifts which obviously that's not going to be every day mm-hmm. but just like I was thinking of you type of thing yeah Um, so trying to just like think of ways you can love them like make it a priority Mm -hmm. to try to go out of your way to sacrifice and and love them and Mm -hmm. put them above yourself and if you're both doing that you're gonna have a stellar marriage absolutely it's hard to both be doing that all the time but trying (laughs) trying to outserve one another is what I heard like (laughs) I'm gonna outserve you today I'm gonna love you better um (laughs) mine is next is to have good friends to lean on um sort of like that mentorship accountability so mm-hmm. um our good friends Thomas and Alexis I feel like we have a really strong relationship with them where like if Alexis and I are like getting coffee like we'll she'll like ask me like how are you serving Logan how are you loving him like how are you guys oh, doing and it's like cute. you know sometimes if I'm like struggling with something like I'll bring it to her and it's not me bashing Logan it's, in it's more of, it's yeah. in confidence and it's more like how can you like through your marriage like help me improve my marriage sort of thing so I think like having people that also just won't yes you all the time where it's like oh yes yeah like that's great like actually if like you're doing something like calling you out and calling you up from it like make friends that want you to be better and like people in your life that want your marriage to grow so I think like having like a few people Mm -hmm. in your life that really are encouragement and helping you grow I love that um one of mine had one of mine that I have is just viewing yourselves as one team, which we kind of hit on. Mm-hmm. And then also have fun. Like be silly and stupid and act like kids together. Like, yes, life is serious. Yes, there's bills and jobs and hard stuff. But like life isn't that serious. Yeah. And YOLO. Like you <laughs> literally only live once. Stop being so like anal about your life and just like enjoy it and have fun with that person and let loose a little and be like stupid and embarrassing like literally Logan and I sometimes I'm like oh my gosh if someone saw us they would like think we're such weirdos like we just like say and do stuff that it's like 
what are our kids going to turn out like? Like, we're so weird, but then we're just, like, laughing and having fun. Like, we get each other's humor, and you just have to, like, not be so, like, uptight about it and just, like, have fun with that person. Like, do all, like, we say, like, do all married couples, like, do these things? Like, we're just, like, so, like, fun and goofy all the time. Last night, we were when we were having our picnic, we were, like, doing cartwheels. We are like, trying to do a cartwheel. Like, we Uh I was, like, I haven't done a cartwheel in years, and we were just, like, trying. I'm, like, how dumb is that? But we were just having, like, so much fun. Like, and it's, like, I'm going to add on top of that, like, schedule in date nights um and by date nights it doesn't even have to be like a night on the town it could literally be like hey we're gonna have an hour of breakfast together without the kids without any distractions once a week or something Mm -hmm. so just like making sure like you're scheduling that quality time where it's like phones are away you can like ask each other intentional questions you're not talking about finances you're not talking about things that are Mm -hmm. stressing you out but you're like really like taking time to even try new things like i feel like it's good to like on a date night maybe do something you've never done before Mm -hmm. like different experiences together just like you know the honeymoon phase like doesn't have to end like it's like I feel like it's like a fire you just gotta like keep adding like logs to it to keep the fire going yeah I will kind of piggyback off that we do weekly check-ins and it can be during a date night normally it's not normally it's like literally just like a half hour conversation we have um where we go through a few questions to kind of like do a pulse check on our marriage and I think as we have kids it'll continue to be helpful and be kind of like our weekly meeting weekly check-in um it might have to be date night once we have kids because that's like you don't have as much time um I'm gonna share the six questions but I will say it's really helpful for us for communicating because we do communicate different like I over communicate Logan under communicates um (laughs) shocker (laughs) um and sometimes like I will have either it's something I want to share or I need or like something related to our marriage or if there's any type of conflict or anything. And if I try to address it and it's like he just got home from work, he needs time to decompress, like that's probably going to start some tension or an Mm -hmm. argument because to him it feels like an attack because it's just out of left field. Whereas if we have a like time each week that it's like Mm -hmm. this is our time to kind of discuss where we're at in our marriage and things that we need to – it gives us the space to communicate yeah. those things where we can have conversations about them without it coming across as an attack or him being like feeling like he doesn't want to talk about it right now. And then I'm like, well, you don't care about our marriage or mm-hmm. you're ignoring it because we've had that happen before when we've gotten off track with doing our weekly check-ins and mm-hmm. been like, we're good. We're pros at this marriage stuff. And then we're like, oh wait, we're missing some communication here. The same issues are coming back up. And the root of it is we're not communicating about them. So I will quickly share those six questions because I do think they're helpful. So we do this like once a week. It depends. A lot of times it's like Sunday night going into the week. So the first thing we do is kind of just discuss our calendar for the week. Like I don't literally pull out the calendar. We just go through and I'm like, what's going on Monday for you, for me, for us together? We go through all the days, kind of just have a conversation. So we're on the same page about what our week looks like. And if like one night's really busy, we're like, okay, you need to get dinner yourself and I need to because we're not going to be like lining up in schedules or this or that. It just helps us to be on the same page. It's really helpful to me because I'm such a planner and he's not just that his mind like knows what's happening in our week and he doesn't have something scheduled that conflicts like Mm -hmm. vice versa. Then we go through these six questions. The first one is what brought you joy this week? The second one is what is something that was hard this week? The third one's what is one thing I can do for you this week? The fourth one is, is there any conflict or hurt we need to resolve or ask each other forgiveness for? The fifth one is, what is a dream craving desire in the forefront of your mind? Which that one's funny because I'm a dreamer. I have something Mm -hmm. new every morning. I wake up inspired with a new idea every morning in a totally different category. And Logan's is like, yeah, 
golf better. <laughs> and I'm like, thank goodness we're opposites because otherwise we'd be in dreamland all the time. Um, the sixth one is how can I pray for you? And then like every other week or once a month, there's two more, which is how are we doing like financially stewarding our finances? And then how's our sex life? And I find those to be really good because like, especially like the sex life one, like mm-hmm. when do you have that conversation otherwise? And then like, if you need to talk about something that creates like a judgment free space to be like, this isn't good or this is good where you can talk about it and they don't feel like discouraged or like attacked or like you can say the good things. You know what I mean? Like to have a conversation out of the moment about that. Um, And those are taken from the marriage journal from no, no. um, Audrey and Jeremy Roloff. It's called like beating 50%. And we got that when we were married and it was really good. And there's like little devotionals each week, but then we just like wrote the questions in a note on my phone mm-hmm. and we do them like that. Um, but I will link that if anyone wants the yeah. actual journal. Uh, but yeah, that's been really helpful to us to do. And like, I'm planning to continue to do yeah. that. Logan and I actually, term. we were doing those for a while and then we got off track. So this, Same. Is, this is inspiring me were. to get back on the train. Um, also, another thing going off that, I feel like this is something that's super helpful. We learned in premarital counseling is when you're like, say like Logan didn't, do the dishes. I'm just using that as an example. If I say like, why didn't you do the dishes? And I'm using like you versus like, I didn't feel loved when you didn't do the dishes last night. Like when Mm -hmm. you use the word you, it like attacks them. Mm -hmm. So like look using like I, so it's like a less harsh of like, it's always like that your tone and the way you're like conveying what like you're feeling. But another thing I wanted to add, having these like weekly check-ins, you almost go into those conversations like knowing that you're going to be criticized a little and that's okay. Like you're you're like, you're expecting expecting, like like, there might be some things to work on. That's okay. So you're like prepared for it. Cause I think the worst is like being caught off guard where you're like, you almost feel like you're being attacked because you're like, wait, what? When like out of nowhere. So I think they're really good. I also think it's helpful to like know what was hard for the other person. Like I said, I over communicate. So I'm like, I'm stressed by this or this is hard today, blah, blah, blah. But like, I feel like men sometimes bottle that more or Mm -hmm. at least like my Logan, he's more quiet. So like to know like, oh, you had a really stressful week. I had no idea because you show no signs of it. Like, I'm so sorry. Let me support you better. Like it helps to know what's going on in the other person's Mm -hmm. world. So you stay connected. Yeah. And I'll add on top of that is shared calendars. If you don't have Mm -hmm. that, they're really helpful. (laughs) That like changed the game for us because Logan would be like, I don't think we had anything tonight. And I'd be like, "Um, it's on the calendar. Look at the Google calendar. Everybody has their own tab. The baby will be getting theirs as soon as they're born. (laughs) Seriously. But we, so we honestly have a Google calendar. We have a full calendar on the side of our like fridge with like the month. Uh And then I actually recently just bought a little weekly calendar, like a little whiteboard. Because there's this quote that I think is really funny. It says, um, nobody has ever been more surprised than a husband hearing about his wife's plans for the second time. <laughs> I literally just showed Logan and me. Like, that I just think night. it's so funny because Logan would be like, wait, what do we have tonight? And I'm like, we talked about this. And it's just like, it's just funny. Like, it's not, I'm not bashing him. It's just funny how like his brain of plans works different than mine. But just over communicating, like making sure we know we're on the same page so we're not like, wait, why didn't we get to spend this night together? Well, it's on the calendar. You had this. I had that. So check the calendar. Check the calendar. It was on the calendar. (laughs) Um, Do you have any more? I have one more. Okay, I have one more too. So you go. Um, Okay, so this is something masculine, feminine energy balance. I've been seeing a lot of this online from different like people in the health realm. And I find it really interesting. Now, I don't know if there is any research. I haven't looked into it. I've just heard about it. Um, but I do see how it could affect a relationship. Um, so like 
I have a tendency to take on masculine energy a lot, which is a lot of strength, confidence, responsibility, assertiveness, hyper-independence, protection. That's not a bad thing, um, but it can make me not very emotionally expressive or it can make me a little controlling, harsh. So trying to tap more into my feminine energy, like expressing how I feel, being okay crying, showing affection, <laughs> um, ew. <laughs> um, allowing space for Logan to tap into his masculine energy without me like running the show, like taking, because I, I find that when I'm like in that like, I'm in charge yeah. <laughs> mode that he's just like, okay, well, I'm just going to sit back here and let you do your thing. Cause I'm not going to challenge you. And then I'm like, but you're not helping. You're not taking charge. And it's like, I'm, I'm forcing him into that. Like I'm in charge, like mother child. Like, you know, when people are like, oh, my husband's just another kid. Like, yeah. Okay. First off, we need to stop that. Yes. But also like check yourself. Are you forcing them into that? Yeah. Like, are you making them just like, in your mind to be like, well, they're not capable of anything and I just have to take care of them. Like, yeah. let them take charge and they might fail and whatever. And like, don't nag them about it. But just like tapping into my, okay, I'm okay taking a step back wow. and being more soft and That's like so good. emotional and just keeping a balance. And it's not bad, I don't think, for men to tap into like feminine energy and women to tap into masculine energy. But I think... There can be an imbalance there in the marriage if you're both like strong masculine energy or strong feminine energy. Yeah. That I think you have to like kind of check the pulse and balance on that and mm -hmm. like how that's affecting your partner. That's good. I want to research more about that. That's super interesting. Yeah. Um, my last one would just be to find a shared hobby. So Logan that's and I fun. love to golf together. I mean, he loves to golf way more than me. Like I enjoy golfing, but he is like if the sun is shining, like, he's like, get me to a golf course. Um, my Logan. <laughs> yes. They're, they're, the boys are golfing right now, actually. Um, but I think it's really good for us because we'll have, like, a little date night where we'll go, like, to the driving range or play nine holes. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that we both enjoy doing that, like, we can do together. And I think it's important, like, obviously having your own niches, having your own hobbies, but it's nice to be able to, like, find something that you both enjoy that you can, like, implement into your life. Yeah. That's, like, tennis for us. Yeah. Which I want to do pickleball too. Me too. Um, and they are putting new courts in our town now. But yeah, tennis. We've done a lot of tennis. Because Logan loves to golf. But he's like really good. And I'm not. <laughs> and so I'll like put a few around. Mm -hmm. But I don't have the capacity to play a whole nine holes or whole 18 with him. Because it would just be frustrating for both of us. So tennis is a little more equal of a playing field for us. You like, you'll ride in the golf cart and you I like, will. You I just, in your cute little golf outfit. I'm happy to get in a golf outfit, sip my little cute drink and just ride around on that course and not move a single muscle. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy to just be there. I love that. <laughs> um, okay. So then let's discuss some things what not to do or yeah. like advice we have that maybe like steer clear of. Yeah. Um, I'll start out. So one thing is like to not make your spouse your everything. Um, obviously they're your best friend and you mm -hmm. do so much together, but I think it's really good to have like a coffee friend or a group of good girls where you have like a girls night or a book club or like a workout buddy because like, you know, sometimes when your spouse is away for the weekend or just like, you know, it's good to spend time, obviously lots of time together, but it's also good to like broaden your horizons and other people can fill up your cup that like your spouse can't like me spending a girls weekend is gonna like fill my cup up in a way that Logan can't and mm -hmm. I wouldn't expect him to do that or even just like podcasting like this time together like 
is amazing and it's like but it's like he's not it's not like I have to if I'm doing a podcast it has to be with Logan like it's good that we have our own like niche things so making sure you just like have like other people in your life that and that's like my Logan doesn't want to have these conversations with me and like he would Mm -hmm. and he does sometimes if I like present them but it's also like they don't want to hear the girl stuff that I care about sometimes like and vice versa like and I'll listen but I'm like I don't know what you're talking about with your golf stuff or anything like that so yeah just diversifying and that kind of like mine I almost have the same thing I have though don't try to become the other person Mm. like don't try to morph into them no one wants to date themselves they don't want a carbon copy so like have your own interest and be your own unique person and mesh that with who they are as a unique person so that you can be better together but don't try to like I think girls too have a tendency to just be like, I have no more interest. Your interests are mine. Like, yeah. I never liked hunting or fishing or any of this stuff, but you like them. So now that's all I do. Mm-hmm. And like, that's fine to take on your spouse's interests. Like, I wouldn't golf if I wasn't married to Logan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, his family does racing and like, <laughs> don't care about that. Mm-hmm. But I do because I'm married to him and like, it's important to their family and stuff. But like, that doesn't mean I just stopped my interests of like, natural living or like I play instruments or like like to do art and and all these different things you can be your own people yeah. without morphing into each other yeah. so that's I think so that's good. important um my next one too was if you're not mature enough to talk about absolutely everything you probably aren't ready to be married or dating or you need to just mature up and start talking about these yeah. things sex emotions kids finances politics the hard stuff you need to be having those crucial conversations. Not every day. Yeah. But like if you're like dating someone and thinking about getting married, like you need to be able to have conversations about that stuff in a way that it's not like argumentative, but just like actual constructive conversations yeah. to like Are you aligned on these Yeah. <laughs> but also even if you're not aligned, to be able to respectfully yeah. like kind of discuss it and still find a common ground and be like in a place where where you're good with each other. Yeah. You need to be able to be mature enough to talk about those That's things. That's so good. Um, my next one is don't keep your feelings in. I've definitely gotten better at this, but at the beginning, like when we first started like dating, engaged, even like early marriage, like I would mm-hmm. just like, I don't want to like rock the boat. And I was, Logan and I are both conflict diverse. Like we don't want it. We don't want conflict. So like I would just like not say anything, but then you end up like exploding. So don't recommend that. Um, also, Logan can read me like a book. Like, he'll be like, what's wrong? Like, he knows if something's bothering me. Um, and so just, like, making sure, like, you're addressing what's bothering you. But also kind of like we were saying with the check-ins. Like, making sure you're addressing them, like, at the right time. Like, I, like, I'm always, like, kind of, like, praying for wisdom when to bring them up. Because I don't want to just, like, if Logan has a hard day at work and then I bring up what's bothering me. Like, I know that, like, if he's super stressed or tired, like, it's not going to be a great conversation um so just like making sure when you are addressing your feelings or conflict that like you know you're doing it at the right time you're using the right tone you're not attacking the person um and just being open with your partner yeah I think so um have you and Logan do you know what you're like arguing or fighting styles are we definitely do we had the same one it was when we did premarital counseling we got like this whole survey back I can't think of what it is but we definitely had the same one and we both or conflict like we don't want to have conflict whatever whatever one that is that's us I think that's really interesting if you're listening and that's something you haven't done with the person you're with I can't find I can't find them listed out I'm trying to look it up right now um but I Logan and I have very different like argument 
styles Mm -hmm. or fighting styles. Not that we fight all the time. But, okay, here, I think I found them. Um, So Logan withdraws. Mm -hmm. He needs time to process before he can communicate what he feels Mm -hmm. and to think about it and, like, just feels, like, reclusive. Mm -hmm. I um, am much more of, like, an open defensive attacking person. (laughs) Here's everything. I'm going to lay it all out there. I want to hash it out right now and be done with it. So then it's, like, when we have an issue – if I'm like, let's address it right now so we can move on with life mm-hmm. in five minutes and be done. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, oh. like he can't, like we can't always communicate this. This yeah. is how we're thinking. But now that we know this and he's like, actually, I'm going to need five hours to sit here and process through how mm-hmm. I feel and what I need to communicate to you. Because without knowing that, I'm like, why aren't you talking back to me? Yeah. Working this out is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Like you're prolonging this mm-hmm. argument. But knowing like he is trying to process what happened and figure out on his own and then we can communicate about it and allowing him that space without me just standing there attacking him while he's in silence being like (laughs) knowing that we have different styles does help of course it's hard in like the heat of the moment yeah for sure um but I think it helps him too to know like she's not trying to attack me she just wants to resolve it Mm -hmm. but to be able now to be like I need some space and some time. And like, that's not because I don't love you. It's because I need to process yeah, it. It's because I, like, I love you. I respect res- it. Yeah. Don't like it, but I respect <laughs> it. But yeah, I think that's something interesting to look into. Do you have another one? Uh, my, it's my last one. I have one more too. So okay. Um, don't view the other person as your enemy or your competition. Like, I feel like it's easy for people in marriages to like, just view the other person as they're against them for mm-hmm. some reason. Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. They're your partner. Like, how can we work together better? How can we exist together better? How can just our lives mesh better together rather than like, they're the enemy. They're the one not helping you or not doing this mm-hmm. or this, this, and this is wrong about them. Stop that rhetoric mm-hmm. and like change it to the positives and how you can take the positives from them and the positives from you and like yeah. make it into a positive thing. Logan's really good about this. If we're like mid-argument, sometimes he'll be like, look, we're on the same team. Like, he'll say that even mm-hmm. if we're frustrated. Like, we both are, like, arguing about something that we want. Like, it's – we want to resolve it for, like, the common good of our marriage. And we're, like, we want the same thing, but, like, our approach is different. And it's, like, hey, let's take a step back. Mm-hmm. Like, we're on the same team. And he's really good about that. Um, My last one would be – honestly, going off that is, like, don't keep score. Like, oh, they didn't do this, so I'm not going to do mm-hmm. that. Or, like, oh, you didn't do these three things. Like, it's so easy in our mind to, like, tally, like, the things, like – they do wrong but it's like that is not beneficial for your relationship your marriage for anyone um and it's so easy to sometimes do so just like just making sure like you don't keep score like when someone does something wrong like you forgive them you move on clean slate like give them the grace that you want to receive yeah i love it so i think to wrap up this episode (laughs) we both want to share a funny story from our relationship or marriage so Jensen, do you want to go, go first? So this is this is so bad. Um, <laughs> right after we got engaged, um, our friends were throwing us a little engagement party in Pittsburgh. So we were driving from Mannheim to Pittsburgh, which you basically take the PA Turnpike the entire way. It's like three hours on there. Um, so we left early Saturday morning, and I was driving, and I had a nice full cup of coffee. Probably didn't eat breakfast before because that was, you know, pre-era of realizing you need (laughs) food before your coffee and was drinking water. And anyways, really tragically, there was an accident in the tunnel and I think someone died from it. But like, you know, when like there's an accident in a tunnel, like Mm -hmm. it's going to stop traffic like 
for a long time. Yeah. I think in total we sat there like two and a half hours. <gasps> just sat there. Turned the car off. a long time. I mean, people were getting out of their cars. Like, I mean, it took us probably almost six hours to get to Pittsburgh. And it would normally take us three and a half. Wow. So... You know, we were about an hour into our trip, and then we were sitting there for about an hour and a half, and I had to pee so bad, like uncontrollable pain. So we're, you know, sitting, we're sitting in our car, and it's not like there's like woods to go into. It's like a guardrail, so there's not like I could just like hop into the woods. There's no trees. Mm And if I get out of the car, there's people literally put chairs outside. Like, people are, like, tailgating this. Like, people are just walking <laughs> around, like, talking, <laughs> and it's light out. Like, if I left the car, which I probably, after, you know, I tell the story, probably would have made more sense, or I don't even know what it would have made more sense. But, so I had my large cup of coffee that was empty at this point, and I'm like, I'm just going to pee into it. So, we're trying to, like, maneuver this where I'm, like, pulling off my pants, sitting in the seat of the car, trying to pee into this cup. And it's like, I like got pee shy. I was like, I couldn't do it. And Logan's like, you have to pee do it. Yeah, I know, but I had to go so bad. And it was like, we were not moving. It would, we probably weren't there another hour after. So I truly felt like I was going to die. You had to. Um, so I just started going in this cup. And anyways, I really had to pee. So the cup overflowed oh, no. i was no. dying i was, like we had just gotten engaged i was like do you still want to marry how did i pee that much he, i in was his like car yeah in his car i know he hates me i we put a towel underneath but still um yeah we just got engaged i was like, oh, like I, got, I, I got the ring stop midstream i can't stop really midstream i peed so much it was like a full cup like, of coffee like a full cup. it was <laughs> terrible anyways um so now it's a really funny story we got to my then we ended up going to my parents and my mom like deep cleaned the seat with like um like carpet cleaner we ended up selling the car like a year later so it's like, it's done sorry, sorry to whoever bought that car there was um terrible experience in the front seat um but yeah now we just laugh about that like marriage should be lighthearted and fun you just laugh with each other um yeah that was you never doing that again i also peed in a cup in a rental car oh um in the back seat while my brother was driving and logan was passenger wow um yeah. Did yours go better than mine? Because I mine went really bad. I wasn't pee shy at all. Just did the job and didn't overflow it. It was smooth operating. Wow. Well, we need to put a pool up. Who has peed in a cup who has in, a in a cup in the car? <laughs> I would love to know because I'm sure many people have. I know. Sometimes like, you don't. You go to like, what do you do? What do you do? Do you want to know literally my situation? Yeah. Was we were driving home from Florida. We missed a flight coming back from Haiti the day before Christmas. There was no way to get home other than to get a rental car and drive straight through. We were on a time crunch. It was like 18, 19 hours. And they were like, we're not stopping. And I had drank way too much. And they were just like, tough, Rachel. We're not stopping. It was mainly my brother. He was like, we're not stopping. We've got somewhere to be. And (laughs) just no pity. He was like, pee in a cup if you have to. I do it. I'm like, okay, the process is a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Watch me. And then it's going to reek in here the whole time. <laughs> so got to do what you got to do. Okay. Share us your funny story. Um, My funny story is actually from our engagement. So when we got engaged, Logan planned it. And <laughs> I love Logan. Um, He is a night owl. And he, we went, I had been at that time. I don't know why, but I was like, obsessed with or talking about the melting pot a lot Mm. like I just really had wanted to go to the melting pot so he set up 
a date for us to go there, which it's in like Pittsburgh. So it's like a two hour drive from mm-hmm. us or whatever. But I think he set that up so I wasn't like suspicious because that would make sense that we'd be going there because I kept being like, I just really want to go to the melting pot like mm-hmm. recently. Well, he set the date up for their latest reservation, mm. which was 10 p.m. in Pittsburgh. <laughs> huh. um, so like that's a really late dinner. <laughs> so we go to the melting pot. This is also on like our dating anniversary. So it made sense to me. I also had been waiting on an engagement for forever. So could come whenever, you know. But also I'd been waiting forever. So I'm like, is he going to or is it going to be a little longer? Um, so we eat at the melting pot, whatever. Then we're driving back into town um, in Punxsy, which is like a two-hour drive. I kind of felt like I like it was going to happen or whatever. So he takes me to the high school football field because that's where our story started, Aww. right? Well, so... <sighs> It's like sentimental or whatever. Well, we get there and it's locked because it's like at this point, 2 a.m., which is when we started dating. So he was doing it for sentimental reasons, but it's also like, what the heck? I don't stay up this late. Well, the gates are locked to the high school football field, which is like where the sentimental spot was. So we literally get out of the car. I'm like in a dress and like, um, like black sheer leggings you know what I mean and then like heeled booties or something I don't know what I was wearing and he says we have to climb the fence and like I think he's joking but he's not and like that's a tall fence at the school yeah it's a really 14 feet yeah or something like the chain link fence and I was like haha and he's like no I'm serious it's locked and he's like I checked it before we left but they must have locked it at some point well yeah it's 2 a.m I'm like really and he's like yeah like <laughs> like essentially he's probably like you want the ring or not climb the fence so I scaled this freaking fence in my dress and tights for him and literally get to the top and I was like sitting on the top which is like loose fencing mm-hmm. it's not smooth and he was like you have to come down and I was like if I jump in these heeled booties I'm gonna like break, break an something. ankle <laughs> and he was just like no you have to like I'm down here I'll kind of catch you so I kind of scaled down a little and then it was a far jump and like thankfully I was such an athlete so that athletic. and probably so much adrenaline because Heat like I'm gonna get proposed to adrenaline skyrocketing I could have like lifted a car my body was like <laughs> crazy at that point and um so yeah jumped over the fence uh took me up to the bleachers proposed to me the next day the back of my legs were black and blue the whole way from sitting on top of that fence like I was so bruised but did it for the ring got it you got the ring got got the ring wow secured the bag I wouldn't expect anything else from Logan right and he was like no I swear and we had to climb it to get back out that's so funny. It was like, well, now I'm a pro. I've done this. Yeah. Just like, don't want to like hurt the hand. ring yeah. doing it, you know? And he was like, I swear it was open earlier. And it was like, well, I that, bet. That was, good. That was earlier. <laughs> that wasn't at 2 a.m., but love Aww. you. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my funny story. Um, do you have anything else to add? No, I feel like we just talked a really long time. I know, but, but this was like kind of a fun, fun one. Yeah, I feel like just something different to switch it up. Um, For sure. Learned a little bit more about us and our relationships and our sweet husbands who we love that one day we're going to get on the podcast. I don't know when that day will come. I don't come. know. At least Your Logan. My Logan definitely I don't know will. about mine. I for sure can get my Logan on. It just might have to be my mine Logan. Mine might take some convincing. Yeah. And if he's on, it might be like one word. That's okay. He's there. 
I'd be scared. <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we hope that today was just a fun episode that you learned a little about us, that you hopefully learned some fun little marriage tips. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Make sure you like our Instagram post, you subscribe, do all the things. Um, we're so Leave great. Leave us a comment. Leave us a comment. The yeah. podcast app you yeah. listen to. Um, we're just so grateful that you listen along every week. Make sure we to are. share this with anyone that you think would benefit from it. And yeah, more fun stuff to come. Bye, guys. Bye. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.